What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Game Overse, episode 132 for Saturday, January 28. I am Wasabi Ice Cream, joined as always by my dude Rick. What's up? Yo, what's up, everybody? It's Rick and yep. Wasabi. We had not very slow. We had a Xbox and Bethesda had a little developer direct earlier this week. We talked about some pretty cool shit. I can't wait to get into it. But first, man, let's start where we always start. Tell the people what you've been playing. Not a lot. Not a lot. I checked out that right. Forspoken demo. I heard it's very unimpressive. <laughs> I, you know what? It's It actually, I might buy that game because of that demo. Really? I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's incredible, but... You can I can look at it and I'm like ah this, this it looks like something here that I'm liking, <laughs> so yeah I'm probably it looks really cool but all the reviews say it's like super average which is like really upsetting I'd rather be a game be bad than like just average <laughs> yeah it's definitely I mean you can tell that it's not the the greatest but. Yeah, yeah, like there's nothing super remarkable about it. But I, when I was playing it, I was like, dude, this is like the 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 combat is there's like something there where I I can I can you can like if you crank the difficulty up because it starts on easy for whatever reason. Uh, at least in the demo, I don't know if the actual final game will start on easy, but it's like it's really easy, but if you crank the difficulty up, you can tell that the combat there's there's something there that you can really sink your teeth into if you if you really wanted to do that. So I don't know. I I loaded it up. It didn't run incredibly well, but I cranked it down. Like it has DLSS and all that other shit. So. I was like, okay, how like how far down do we have to take this to get like forty to sixty frames, and not too far. It was it wasn't too bad. So, but it had it was I one heard of the cool the optimization things. Wasn't the best. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. When they recommend a thirty seventy, does not look like it needs a thirty seventy to run, and I'm not sorry to say that. <laughs> yeah. But one of the one of the cool things about it is that you can kind of build your own difficulty. That was another thing that like the the first screen in the options menu is a is a whole like difficulty menu, and you can go in there and set stuff. Like it has your your easy, medium, and hard and shit. But then below that, it has stuff that's like if I remember, it was like how much damage you do, how much damage you take. Uh how easy it is to do combos and shit like that shit that just you can tweak like most aspects of the difficulty and i was like hey this is really cool because if it yeah oh. if you if you did want to kind of just fine tune things and find the right balance for you you could do that you can say it's like oh i just want to adventure or i don't want to i want to i want to put it on no death mode or shit like that you can just do that which I wish okay. more. I wish more games would do because sometimes 
sometimes you do want to just do that. Sometimes you just want to explore. It's, it's an open world game, so like Joker said, it's Persona Three for the day. So he just comes in and says Persona Three. We do this live on on Twitch.tv slash GameOverse, YouTube.com slash GameOverse. Joker comes in here. He's one of our regulars. He comes in and just says Persona Three, or a, a variation of that could be Persona Four. Persona 5. We'll just say that and leave. Uh, <laughs> About Persona 3, Joe, can you elaborate? <laughs> no, he never elaborates. Never elaborates. That's, that's, all, that's all it's needed. Never elaborates, never says sorry. He just... Persona 3. <laughs> I just kidding. We love you, Joe. Anyway, now, Forspoken, I have, like, I haven't played it yet. I haven't touched the demo. But every review I've read about it has been very, very unkind to this game. <laughs> Mostly, I think they're shitting on the dialogue, which there is a lot of, and it's bad. <laughs> Just to put it yeah, it's plainly. Like in Borderlands, like it's it's rough. <laughs> but unlike in Borderlands, you can actually turn down the amount that they talk during. That is good. Yeah. So. You can turn it off completely, or you can just say, hey, just tone it down a little bit. So that's what I ended up doing is turning it down a little bit. But there's, I don't know, there's a, there's a surprising amount of, of depth. To the co- it's the combat that got me. And then just like running through the open world and being like, oh, let's just explore this. It just, it just puts the landmarks on your map, at least for the demo. I guess to just give you a little bit of a taste of the open world. It just puts landmarks on your map and says, "Hey, check this out and do this. Check this out and do this." So it's convenient. You just you just get to explore the world and, and really get a taste for the exploration and the combat. And I it's, it was just really cool. I mean, they, That's good. they the way they have it set up is like on the right trigger, you've got uh, a certain set of moves. It almost reminds me of Kingdom Hearts a little bit. Uh, okay, elaborate. <laughs> just in the way it uh, presents itself, not not anything specific. It's just the 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 sound effects that fly off and the the visual effects that fly off. It just I don't know. I got like a Kingdom Hearts feeling, and then like a Final Fantasy fifteen feeling almost because it it almost yeah. has the same like dodge mechanic, where if you hold the button, she'll automatically dodge. But there are there are there is like a time dodge mechanic. It's, uh, I don't want to go, like, I don't want to say it's like Devil May Cry or like Bayonetta or anything, because it's definitely not that, and it doesn't give you that visual feedback you need for it to be as crisp. Like, yeah, I was going to say snappy. It's, yeah, yeah. It looks really floaty. Like, the game looks fun, but it looks really floaty. The it's combat. floaty, it's floaty, but when you're, so the, the, the way you attack is you on your L2 and on your R2, you can... Are your like you have different attacks based like on what, what your L two is your defense and your R two is your offense. Okay, but even within that, if you hold the bumpers, you can you get different attacks within those. So you can set it to like, hey, I want my my shield attack to be like a um like a literal shield, or you can like have it to be. It's like oh, I can set it to. Oh, it's like a dome of fire. So whatever I'm fighting gets locked within this dome of fire and nothing can get in and nothing can get out. And it's just, I can isolate enemies this way or 
then on your yeah. on your R two, some of the like uh, offensive attacks where I can you can th- like throw a spear and you can charge it up by holding it, and if you charge it up, it explodes, and then you can run up on motherfuckers and do like a finishing move, which is really cool. Or you can just have it be like literally a, a melee attack, so you can it's like a sweeping melee attack that can hit multiple enemies, and okay. and you can swap these on the fly. So whatever, and they have different, uh, they have different like elements to them. So certain enemies will be weak or uh, immune to certain uh, elements or property. I don't know if they're like elements or if they're just like properties of whatever the attack is, but. As, as you hit enemies, it'd be like immune, immune, or weak, or vulnerable, or shit like that. So it gives you, like, feedback on okay. what's effective for whatever combat situation you're in. Uh, and this was just a That's demo. Good. And I was like, oh, this is more than I thought this game was. Because I thought it was just... Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know what it was, to be honest. Like, I'd never in-depth watched anything about this game. I just heard how shitty it was, and I was like, oh, this game's trash, huh? But this demo really, <laughs> it really... Changed your mind on it? That's good. Yeah, so... I'll check it out, then. Do you think it's worth picking up? It's like, what, $70 it's right $70. It's $70, so... No, not for 70 yeah. but I feel like it's not going to be 70 for long, so... Yeah, like, well, what's what's the good buy-in amount? Like, what's a good price? The, the lowest... The first price you'll see that you're like, okay, I'll buy into that. Like, what what is a good number for you, based on what you play in the demo? I mean, I would I would buy it. Okay, New Jirai's in the chat. He says forty. He also says manga box sets are expensive. Hey, he's not wrong. <laughs> he's not. I mean, he's not wrong on that. <laughs> I would do. I would do like. I I would do fifty. Fifty. Okay, would, you're being generous. I'd be generous with this because I, I, dude, that the demo really sold me on this because it's straight. It's an open world game, so you, it drops you in that open world, and it's like, hey, fucking do the open world shit. Like, an, like it's like an Assassin's Creed almost, like a modern Assassin's Creed where you're just running the fuck around and and doing shit and finding shit, and then there'll be a, a treasure chest, and you open it up and you find equipment. Like it's like that. And then there's like crafting, there's 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 skill trees, there's like a bunch of shit. So I feel like if it could be worth your your money, even if it's not a great game, it's still like for, I don't know. To me, I would be like, I can I can put time into this. But you maybe I'm about to give it a shot. Then like it maybe, looks like I from what I'm seeing, thirty was like what I would buy into, but I haven't played it, so that's probably why I'm thinking that. Yeah. Yeah, give the give the demo a shot and see see what what you think after that. Because the demo really it, it 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 put me on. I was like, yo, this is yeah. Here's here's some of the options and the difficulty. I made sure to like stop on this screen. I'm showing some footage right now. I made sure to stop here while I was recording so I could really get a look at it. As like automatic spell switching, which I don't even know how they detect that, but that's what I was talking about. You can switch your spells at any time. And then you can combine them by hitting both the triggers at the same time too. So, ooh, I like that. And then like automatically <laughs> use healing items, auto evasion. Um, you can change how long the enemies get knocked down. There's aim assist. So, 
And those aren't even the, the accessibility options. Access, accessibility options have totally different stuff, like colorblind mode and stuff like that. That's good. I like um, that. Even if, like, well, it's good to see those options. Even if I'm not going to, like, fuck with them, really, I'm not going to change anything, really. It's good to see options like that, just because, like, if there's something about the game that annoys me, I can just toggle it and, like, turn yeah. it off. It's cool. It, like, it has an option to, like, just automatically pick shit up when you walk past it instead of having to hit the button. Like, that was one of the things that annoyed me about oh, Horizon. that should be on default. That yeah. should be on my default. Like, I don't want to, <laughs> like, physically... Yeah. We've like evolved this... past the point where I need to physically pick stuff up, which is yeah. dumb, because that's how video games worked originally. You just walked <laughs> over something and you got it. Yeah. And then some guy decided, let's let's put a button to pick it up now. Can you imagine if I push a button to pick up a fucking mushroom in Mario? Fuck that. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. that, that triggers me. Like I'm gonna physically picture it up like that. <laughs> yeah. So that's I think that's one of the things that I pick up on is yeah, give me some good options, man. Like if I'm if I'm not having fun with the game, just let me tweak stuff to kind of make it make it my own. So yeah. Uncle Dolph in the chat says I turned that auto pickup on The Last of Us and God of War Rag Raggy Rock. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If that, uh, but it makes you like dig into the options to find that shit. Though it's never like that. Just should be default. But the fact that you don't even know it exists until you open the fucking menu is like is a little bit is kind of annoying. Yeah, yeah. That's obnoxious. That should be on my default. I think. <laughs> I'm glad it gives the option at least. Though, like that's yeah. I'm looking at this. There's like so much stuff. Like the compass yeah. size, compass visibility. The frequent chat frequency with the cuff, like that's cool. Even like hold and toggle options for like spell switching and like sprinting. Like there's a lot of cool stuff in there. I like that. I like that because ever since I started PC gaming, I get like really annoyed if something doesn't do what I want it to do. <laughs> so I, I think yeah. I don't play on console much anymore because I'm like I can't like deal with this. But consoles have gotten consoles now allow you to kind of do a lot of that too. They do like, now. They do like some of them have FOV sliders now, and I'm like, yes, finally, final fucking way. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, no, that's good. I'm glad you're having fun with it. All the reviews I hear say it's like average, but it's good to talk to someone who's like actually played the at least the demo. Yeah, I played the I demo. Go, I'm sure. I'm I will probably buy that game if I can find it for fifty or cheaper. Okay, that's good. Super generous with it. Uh, you also play a Steam World Dig Two. Yeah, that's an oldie, right? That, it's that an came oldie. Out a couple years ago. So they announced the next Steam World game, and yeah. with that on Steam, they were having a huge sale on the entire Steam World franchise. Now I've already played Steam World. I had it, I had it on Switch. But uh, I, just, I don't really play my Switch that much anymore. So I was like, you know what? Let me get this on a platform and I'll actually play it. And yeah, $5 on Steam. It's, it's probably still $5 right now. So I suggest you pick it up because this is one. It's one of my favorite Metroidvanias. Oh, yeah. I played the first one on 3DS and I loved it. I never finished it, but I really, really liked it. I got, I'm looking for an excuse to pick it up again. Yeah, it's just, like, it's so good, and it mixes up the formula. Like, most Metroidvanias are kind of the same. I don't want to say they're the same, but 
like Metroidvania kind of gets when you use that term, you already have a picture in your head of what to expect. But Steamroll Dig is completely di- like you don't even. It's completely different. It's a like a mining simulator. <laughs> yeah, because your Metroidvania is like go like left to right. This goes like down. Down. Like you're digging yeah. Down. Down. Yeah. Which is cool. That's really cool because like. I played the first one, and the whole goal is like the it's a dungeon basically. The Metroidvania stuff goes on in a dungeon. Yeah. So you're digging down, getting resources, taking them back up, getting better equipment, upgrading your shit so you can dig a little bit deeper. Yeah. Like it's it's a fun gameplay loop that like dungeon crawlers have like nailed. So it's cool to see it in like a Metroidvania yeah. style. And then even within that, there's a bunch of hidden areas and hidden challenge rooms and and shit yeah. like that. So. You can jump in there and be like, "Oh, this is, this is crazy." And then it tells you, "Hey, it it puts a check mark once you found everything in the challenge room." So, which it doesn't tell you, it does that. You kind of just have to pick up on that. But, uh, so if you don't see that check mark, like, oh, there's something like else hidden in here that I didn't find yet. So you go back in there with new with new tools, and you can you can find some stuff that you missed. It's always yeah, it's always cool just just looking for little hidden treasures like you'll you'll it'll be like a little mark on the wall and you smack it and it it busts open a whole little hidden room that you didn't know was there so we've got a bunch of upgrades and and just a lot of cool fun shit man it's just a fun fucking video game yeah there's nothing bad i can say about steam world it's just it's fun as fuck like that's all you can say it's fun it's really charming i love the art style for it The, the character designs are all really charming yeah, like there's nothing bad I can really say about it. Your drives asked me to watch The Last of Us yet. I haven't. Yeah, I want to. I, <laughs> I heard it makes enough changes that it's like really good. And dude, that okay. So the first episode's on YouTube allegedly. So I cool. I was I was going to I was I I said last week that I wasn't going to turn this into like a fucking last of us like a weekly last of us talk show or whatever the fuck you know those shitty yeah shows are just fucking yeah every week oh here's what happened like, this week on the last of us but, the talking dead like yeah. the stranger things like recap podcast i know what you're talking about dude that well, episode those are actually officially licensed but oh yeah is it good that second episode man <laughs> is they they do some stuff with the with the beginning of that episode, the first ten minutes is yeah some completely new shit that Ooh. I I like the way they contextualize. I don't know if they're gonna do this every episode, but they they recontextualize some of the the stuff surrounding uh, how the outbreak started that uh, the game doesn't touch on at all. And I'm like, dude, this is fucking good. So, that's all I'm gonna say about that. That's all I'm gonna say about that. And then the rest yeah, of the episode. I'm gonna watch is, it now. Yeah. So, but I, yeah, if they if they continue to do that through the rest of the show, it's gonna be pretty fucking good. I'll have to check it out then, because it looks it looks good. Everyone tells me like it's really solid, and it sounds like even though I played the game, I'm still gonna get something new out of this. Yeah. So. I'll check it out for sure then. Uh, how is Bella Ramsey's performance as like Ellie? 
because I've only seen her on one other thing, and it is not even close to Last of Us. So she's eh. she's good. She's good. Yeah. She's yeah. She she works. I think. Okay, um, that's good. You you don't get to see her much in the first episode, but the second episode you get a little more of her. And yeah, she does she does the Ellie thing pretty well. And when she does the Ellie thing, you're like, oh yeah, she's doing she's Ellie. Yeah. So I'll have to check it out then. I have I'm not gonna say I have an HBO Max subscription, but I have access to an HBO Max subscription. So I I could definitely watch it if I wanted to. I'll, I'll probably check it out like sometime this week. Like I said, I don't want to turn this into the Last of Us podcast either, but if it's really that good, I'll check it out. It's good. Yeah. But, now, yeah. now this next thing I want to hear, how is Skate? Oh, yeah, I played Skate. And I can't talk about it. <laughs> oh, right. Right. But, NDA. Uh, you know, there's a little article on the internet that said that there were loot boxes. Oh. But. Which we could talk about because someone else talked about it already. So yeah, that, ar- that article said there were loot boxes. And, you know, that sounds like a bummer, but they had to, they, ca- they had to come out on Twitter and like reiterate that. They said there are no paid loot boxes. That's good. So you can't like buy them with real money. Like, yeah, our lawyers at Gamerverse also advise us to mention that we are not talking about our personal experience of the game. We are referencing <laughs> other content that has been uploaded to the internet by developers and by other reviewers. Yeah. We are not talking about our personal experience. We are just going with the cultural <laughs> zeitgeist here. <laughs> not that anyone's going to care. Ubisoft's not going to come after us, but... <laughs> yeah. You know, cover your ass. There's anything I learned working insurance to cover your ass. <laughs> but I can say that Skate is definitely a video game. And it's a free-to-play one, so yes, there's that too. And, I gotta check uh, it out. I really want to play it. I played... I've never played the first skate games, so I oh wanna, yeah, you never like played. You never played any of them. Never. I played Tony Hawk a lot when I was younger, but I hear I... skates like it's not that. It's it's an actual like skateboarding simulator. Yeah, you're you're gonna have, um, you're gonna have. It's, like it's different. It's different because, yeah, yeah, it's different because they're you're the the thing is the learning curve with the controls of, of those games, and it's just it's different. Okay, <laughs> that's all I can say about it, really. Um, I'll check it out because I can't play skate on anything but console, right? I never got a PC release, so that's why I never had a chance to play. I'm not gonna go out yeah. and buy a PS3. It is on x cloud you could try it on like the xbox cloud gaming thing there's one nah, way you I'm could do it that. i'm not doing that um <laughs> yeah i don't know why i'm complaining i have a ps i can go out and buy like a physical copy for like five bucks probably and try it yeah or just use an emulator. Or i can wait till this comes out or use an emulator that's true i hear ps3 emulators like working really well now yeah like, it runs everything apparently so i might check that out yeah. But no, I'll, like I'm glad like the game's coming out. It's gonna be free to play, so I can try it, <laughs> see if I like it. That might be the best way to do it, honestly. Because skate's been out of the public eye for so long. I don't know, like if skateboarding games really have any relevance anymore. Well, to be honest, yeah. skateboarding itself doesn't really have relevance anymore. So yeah, that's <laughs> the thing. It's kind of I mean, it's it's still got pockets of popularity in places, but 
for the most part yeah, the they're still culture. near the mainstream yeah it's not like yeah. the mtv thing anymore you know because yeah, skate yeah. culture was always like a thing like with the jackass guys and the wild boys guys and like that's only hot games kind of kept it relevant but skate skating hasn't really been relevant at least culturally for a long time so yeah but oh well yeah so i played that and i played skull and bones also under nda <laughs> yes yeah but uh i can say it's a video game by ubisoft all right and it's about pirates so there we go yeah yeah all right. Well, hopefully we'll see NDAs up. We can talk about it a little bit more. <laughs> I do have things to say about Skull and Bones. I, I think that one is the more interesting of the two. So yeah. Not that skate's not interesting, but we've played skate. Skull and Bones yeah. is something. I totally knew. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, well, something familiar. I was playing Pokemon Scarlet. Yeah. I told you guys that raid was coming out. That raid just dropped yesterday, and I cleared that shit. Okay. I, I realized, like, the build I was using relied too much. It was getting fucked up because, like, other people were playing with me, so they were getting wiped, and I was like, fuck this. I'm going to do it by myself, and I ended up clearing out my first try. <laughs> I barely did it, but I got closer than I ever did playing with other people, so I'm what? glad I did it. That... How long did it take you to do it? So here's here's the build I ran, like some little behind the scenes stuff here. I'm running a stored power slow poke or slow bro build. What stored power is? It's a it's a move they introduced in this new in generation nine. Uh, it starts with twenty base power, so it's really weak, but it gets twenty more base power every time you raise a stat for your Pokemon. So if you raise like if you cast like nasty plot and raise your special attack two stages two four that's 40 extra power 60 power now and that happens every time you stack stats on it so i was running iron defense to raise my defense two stages since i could take hits and nasty plot so i can take uh so i can do more damage i was raising that two stages i ran for the first like chunk of the of the fight because terror raid pokemon have a, a nasty ability that they could use that just eliminates all your stat changes and they only do it once, so once you get over it, you're fine for the rest of the fight. But it's really fucking annoying to deal with when it happens. Luckily, the Greninja raid, Greninja does it on his third turn. So I spent first turns, Iron Defense, Iron Defense, I can take his hits. Third turn, heal myself with, um, with rest, not rest, slack off. And then just buff my stats the rest of the fight. So I spent, like, after that, I spent, like, three turns buffing up my Iron Defense. That's two, four, six stages of defense. And then three turns buffing up my Special Attack. So two, four, six stages of Special Attack. So by the time I was done, my Stored Power had a ton of damage on it. And I finally went in to, like, hit him. I was doing a ton of damage. But he managed to crit me, and he wiped me out. <laughs> So I had to start over again and do it all over again. So it took me, it took wow. me a while. It took me like 20 minutes, 30 almost 30. But I did it. I had a very small sliver left in the timer, but I fucking did it. And it's so cool. It turns out it was a protein Greninja, not a Battle Bond Greninja, which is great because if it was a Battle Bond Greninja, Greninja that would have been really hard because he gets powered up every time he knocks somebody out. <laughs> so that would have been really fucking hard to deal with. 
But no, I did it. The build I put together came through. I wiped him out. And now I got a badass little Greninja that I could, like, breathe if I wanted to. Wait. But yeah, that's... Wait, what? Well, 30 minutes. I'm th- I'm thinking 30 minutes is not... I'm, I was thinking it would be, like, at least an hour for these, for these fucking... No, raids, they don't go but... that long. God, no. Yeah. <laughs> The combat is not engaging enough to do a raid for an hour. Let's be honest. <laughs> True. It is it's turn-based RPG combat. That is way too long to be doing it. Um, but yeah, it took me a while for it. Cause those could end really quickly. Cause the timer goes down every time he wipes out one of your one of your team. So that and it's ticking down like as you go along. So it could like it could end really quickly. I've had raids end in like a minute because it just wipes us. So that's what I did. I ended up just not relying on other people. I just did it myself. Uh, the game gives you CPU partners to play with, which would have been worse, but it doesn't count their knockouts against the timer. The only one that counts is yours. So oh, that's good. Yeah. So all they could do really is help. They don't really help because they're not doing enough damage, really. But sometimes you get lucky. So you have like Pokemon that, know that has Intimidate, which is an ability that lowers the opposing Pokemon's attack whenever they enter battle. And that happens every time they get knocked out and come back. So that helps a little bit when you're by yourself because they're they're getting knocked out, coming back, lowering his attack, and it's not affecting the timer. So it's it's just helpful to you. Um, but dude, the RNG for this, I will admit, is fucking obnoxious because from the beginning he casts a uh, double team, which increases evasion, so that makes it harder to hit him, and. Because he uses Night Slash, which is the only move that's like super, super effective against me. Even though I buff up my defense, if he crits, ah, oh, it's like a, almost a one-hit KO if he crits, and I'm not over like half health. So it's it's really obnoxious having to deal with that. The RNG really fucked me last time I did it, but I still managed to finish it. But it's fun. That's the only reason I play Pokemon now is for these like big name seven-star raids. Because when a new one gets announced, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to start breeding. I'm going to start training. I'm going to get a build ready for this raid. And that's what keeping me busy with it. It's actually like a lot of fun. Like I'm having a lot of fun playing it just for that. Cool. Now, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is another game I've been playing. This game is fucking incredible, dude. I hit every Xenoblade game kind of has that, that moment where the game like goes from like good to great. And this, I hit this moment here. And I was like, the story is fucking incredible, dude. It is. It asks so many interesting questions of what it means to be alive and what it mean what it means to have freedom to do what you want with your life. It's so good. It's so fucking good. Like, I don't know if there's way there to talk to you without getting super spoily. But there's some cool parts. Fuck you, Dolph. This game is excellent. <laughs> Fuck you, Dolph. I will say, I'm not even going to be nice. Fuck you. This game is incredible, dude. The story alone is like worth the cost of entry. But the gameplay mechanic, I told you it has a job system. That's really, really cool. It sounds like One Piece. What? No, how? Why does it sound like One Piece? <laughs> Oh, you don't so know those guys One don't Piece. Know. No, I watched the first like hundred episode of One Piece, and now they're at like what a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I got into One Piece like back in high school, and I watched a ton of it. 
and I fell out in college. And when I got back in, I was I wanted to get back into it, but there were like a thousand episodes in, so I'm like, nah, I'll wait till it's done, and then like wait till someone tells me like what episodes to watch, or what episodes to skip. But so I told the story last week. You know, it's about these two fight rival nations that basically live to fight. These characters are grown in like test tubes, and they're sent out to fight each other and what's the big gimmick here is they have these what they're called flame clocks implanted into them where their life is draining so they only have a 10-year lifespan because they age they uh they age rapidly into adulthood and they're stuck like that for like 10 years right and once they hit 10 years they have this big ceremony their bodies erased their energy goes back to the world and that's it. They serve their cause. But what's crazy is to keep them fighting. They have these clocks that tick down on their time. So they want to make it those 10 years. They got to kill other people and steal their energy. So it's, they basically, they live to fight and they fight to live in this game. And the very beginning of the game, something happens, anime bullshit happens that breaks that. So they're free from this. And now they can actually take time to examine like what they're doing and what it means to exist that's outside of fighting people all the time in constant war it's crazy like the stuff this game the ideas this game has the things it brings up i can tell you this is the beginning of the game but the guy who like breaks it for you is an old man so they're looking at him like oh why is he all wrinkly what kind of species is this and the guy's like i have species dude i'm old you guys don't know that because you don't <laughs> live that long <laughs> And there's there's scenes later where characters like they start doing this uh, like a minor spoiler, but they can break the flame clocks for other characters. They no can't spoilers, do the same no thing spoilers. that they can. It's it's super early in the game when it happens, <laughs> but they can break the flame clocks for other people. And every colony you help out has a different way of handling this news. Some of them are like freaked out because they're like, I don't know what my purpose is now, which is totally understandable. They spent their whole life like fighting because they had to, now they don't have to, it's like, what do I do? Others are like relieved, they don't have to fight people anymore and see their friends die. Um, and because like, you know, the characters are made up from each rival nation, a lot of times you're helping colonies from each one, so a lot of them like hate you because you killed their friends. And it's, it's so good, dude. And there's a moment in the game that's just incredible because everyone has their own motivations for living now. And there's some shit behind the scenes I'm not going to spoil that make you think there's more to this fighting than what you understand. And it's it's so good, dude. It's so fucking good. I think this is... As someone who likes Xenoblade Chronicles 2, I think this might be the best Xenoblade, Xenoblade I've played, at least from the trilogy. It is fucking incredible. And yes. I had this moment last night where I was like, holy shit, this game is so good. <laughs> Does the um, do the, do the other games have the same theme? Because this is the first no. time I'm hearing. Okay, so this one's just like no. A the themes are totally different. Yeah. So it, what I've been three told, on it, but it doesn't continue. There's the... some stuff that leaks into the games. I don't want to spoil. Okay. Uh, okay, so Dolph got pretty far into it. If you're quoting it, like. <laughs> And you still think it's okay? You're you're you got bad taste, dude. Do we wanna, I'm, do, I'm sorry, I can't help do you. Do we want to bring? Do we want to bring Dolph in and have him? That's uh... not. That's not. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> you beat it. You think it's okay? You're wrong, dude. You're wrong. 
unless the game takes a fat shit in the last like the last like five chapters i don't know how you could say that like this game is incredible man like i said i haven't finished it yet so unless like the last couple chapters the game just completely takes a shit on everything it was building up to i don't know how you could not like it but no this game is fucking incredible dude i am having so much fun with it i guess i don't want to spoil anything but i hit a point in the game where I'm like, oh my god, this game is so neat. Like, it asks so much interesting stuff from you, and the characters, the way that they're handling it is so cool, too. And it just drip-feeds you revelations, and it's so good. I, like, I'm, I'm hooked, dude. I was hooked from the beginning, but now it's, like, a whole other level, just seeing this world, like, flesh out in front of me. Yeah. Well, it it's seems it's like, fucking great. It seems like most people's issue with it is that it's too long. This is the donkey. We're watching the donkey video footage here, and his title. Well, donkey's is, like his. He does donkey doesn't really play RPGs. Like, let's be honest, donkey's not an RPG guy. Like, <laughs> well, to be honest, to be fair, uh, donkey's not. I'm not going to go to him for the actual reviews, but that's that's fair. <laughs> but uh, it's it's long. I mean, the game takes its time, like developing the stuff and showing stuff off to you. Um. But it is really fun, and it's really easy to get lost, like exploring everything and experimenting with your team composition with the different classes you can unlock. And it's it's so much fun. The game has like it's a monolith software game, though. So remember, it's it's got stats, it's got bars, it's got charts, it's got skill trees, it's got a ton of like things that are just every fight there's like three different types of points you can build up that go into three different types of aspects of your composition it's there's a lot here it can be very overwhelming to explain all the beginning which is why they kind of drip feed stuff as they go through and i think this game has the best pacing for that because the first two xenoblade games they take so long to introduce mechanics to you to make sure you got it that it's really easy to get bored of them super quick but this game, it's a little bit faster with how it shares its information. It's a little bit faster with how you unlock some of the stuff. And it lets the reins off a lot more quickly than, um, than the other games. So that's why I kind of recommend it. Uh, New Drive stands. if I knew they made a Jedi Knight collection. Yeah, I did. I'm the, I'm the Star Wars fan. Yeah, I knew they made a Jedi Knight collection. <laughs> I haven't picked it up, but I know they did. But no, this game's incredible, dude. I really, really like this. And if you have a Switch, get Xenoblade. If you like JRPGs, get Xenoblade Chronicles 3. It's seriously that good. But yeah, that's all I've been playing. I got a, I got a baby, so all I could play really awesome on my Switch. <laughs> but let's get into some gaming news, man, with the Xbox and Bethesda Direct. Yeah. So I was working when they did this Direct, so I had to watch stuff after. I didn't get to see it live. But they announced some pretty interesting stuff. Minecraft Legends, what they opened up with. It's their, would you call this like a strategy game? Like it's, a real-time strategy game? Or more like a, like a base-building well, game? it's like a tower defense. Yeah. It's like a, yeah, like a PvP like a tower, tower defense. defense. RTS. I don't, know, I don't yeah. know if there's other games like this. That's the thing. I mean, to where they do like a PvP tower defense where you're building your 
defenses and then defending it from other another team i guess i mean yeah i guess it's like an rts i guess but more 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 on the r side <laughs> more on the rt side i guess because you're actually yeah. in there you know it's like third person or action oriented yeah which is cool like the game looks fun like minecraft is such a flexible game and such a flexible um ip that you can really make a minecraft anything and it'll work yeah and we've had minecraft we've had the ba- the base minecraft survival game which isn't really a survival game it'll play some of the survival stuff or whatever and then you know the minecraft uh arpg the diablo like minecraft game then we had that the telltale minecraft game and they're all reviewed very well so that's what everyone tells me yeah i'm surprised it's actually pretty good and this looks like just it's you know it's an rts sort of let's say real-time tower defense an rttd (laughs) but yeah it's a real-time tower defense game with some minecraft charm and what i saw looked really cool i liked it over here it's a pvp game so you are protecting it from other enemies other players that want to like fuck with you you can team up with your friends to actually build the space together and the maps generated every match so it's never the same and there are like piglins that attack both teams so there's like another third monster faction to worry about yeah like it's really cool i like it um it's set to release april 18th i liked what i saw so far um they didn't say anything, but it's coming to Game Pass, right? Like, everything here is coming to Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, then they talked about Forza Motorsport. I don't really care for this too much because I'm not a big like, racing game fan. But I gotta admit, some of the tech that's in here is really cool. It's got, they're boasting 500 plus cars, 800 upgrades, plus 100 plus new cars. Um, and damage buildup is contextually aware for each car. So every car can take damage differently from each other based on the model or make that you're running, which is really interesting. I've never yeah. heard of that before. This is a damage and like dirt buildup is contextual and yeah, rain and shit. They said, yeah, like pretty much everything. That's really neat. I like that. Like racing games have always been a showcase for like graphical fidelity. Like yeah. if you want to show off your friends, this is why I bought a PS5. This is why I bought an Xbox one. Yeah. Like, get a racing game like <laughs> that'll justify the graph of the, the performance a little bit uh but this looks really cool like force has always been a little bit different from normal racing games because they kind of take a more like arcade approach to it but it still hasn't been enough for me to get into them but i can see the appeal here for them and this looks really cool um not, like not this for me it's not this that i like the the track racing is not what i consider to be super fun and engaging it's the open world. It's the Horizon stuff yeah. that I really like. The open world oh, stuff yeah. is just more video game for me. Like this is more just stimulation. Like I like racing cars type shit. You know. Yeah. Which is the market for? I like but... taking them off of sweet jumps and <laughs> getting points <laughs> for that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, crashing like, into trees, like crazy. destroying shit with my car and getting points for it is more fun than, wow, that was an awesome line you drove. Here's <laughs> points. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, of course, that's not going to be this one. It's motorsport. It's not one of the Horizon games, but yeah. 
it looks really pretty like my god um the clouds are also procedurally generated time of day and yeah. weather's fully dynamic I mean, they've been working some, on this like, for. They've been working on this for a very long. The the two Horizon games came out before, the the last straight up motorsport game came out. So, they've been working on this for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So there's some there's some work here, and there's something here for those of like those racing fans out there. So go check it out. And the game runs really. Well. It's supposed to render at 4K, 60 FPS with ray tracing. And that's set to launch or later this year. There's no specific date yet. Oh, and everything's gonna be available from the start. So online racing, single player career mode that's available like at launch. Which I don't know why they felt they need to tell us that. I guess it's not a guarantee <laughs> like it <laughs> used to be back in the day. Yeah. But you know, whatever. Like, like Halo and shit, kind of. Yeah. And you can't expect the game to be ready to play at launch anymore. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And jokes aside, like this game looks really, really nice. Like, and it's not for me, but I can see the appeal here for racing fans. And then, and it, nobody expected, they announced Hi-Fi Rush, the third-person rhythm action game from Tango GameWorks, the Ghostwire Tokyo guys, Evil Within guys. Which they don't. It's a third person. <laughs> I, I like when yeah. they say, like, who made this? They're like, you know, the guys that made Evil Within and the Evil Within 2. And they just go from that, like they don't even mention Ghostwire Tokyo. Ghostwire was unfortunately kind of hit and miss. Like everybody, what I've heard, it's not a bad game. It's just everyone's bitching about how short it was. But it's like yeah. what ten hours with outside quests. Like, is it really that short? Ten hours? That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Like, give me it's a. It doesn't. It's, if it's not bloating, like who cares? But whatever. But this though, it's a totally different direction. This is a. Again, rhythm action game. So it's an action game similar to Devil May Cry, where you're building up moves, getting a score system, building up combos. But if your moves match the beat, you can build up stronger and better combos to build that multiplier. Now, this looks cool. I'm getting some mad like Devil May Cry vibes, but yeah. with like Jet Set Radio like look. I the what I Not got out of Jet this... Set Radio. That's more like I don't even know like the Spider Man spider-verse movie like a little bit like that okay this this made me really nostalgic for def gem vendetta <laughs> i don't know if you remember that game but really like a, explain like a, elaborate well okay so in in, in the def gem games everything moves to there'll be a, a song playing in the background if you don't know like the def gem games are like it was like a a wrestling game with with, with rappers and they would have music playing in the background and the entire arena would like bop to the rhythm of the beat that was playing. Was it Vendetta that did that? I thought it was Icon that did that. I thought it was all of them that did that, but maybe, maybe it was just Icon. Maybe it was just Icon. That's the yeah, most recent I played one. Vendetta. Vendetta was like, uh, I think Vendetta was just like a straight, like wrestling brawler game. But I think yeah. Icon, they turned it into like a 1v1, like, like 2D fighter. Yeah. And then they introduced like the, the beat stuff, which was cool. I heard the game itself is like, all right, but the beat stuff is like super cool. Yeah. But that's what, because in, in this game, the entire scene, all the scenery kind of moves to the beat of the music. 
So I was yeah. like, oh man, this reminds me of Def Jam, dude. <laughs> like that was what like flushed through my mind as I was like watching it. It was like, oh shit, Def Jam. Ujariah said, don't disrespect Jet Set Radio. I don't disrespect Jet Set Radio. I love Jet Set Radio. Disrespecting Jet Set Radio. Not me. Not this guy. Yeah. Uh, this, no, game this game looks, looks awesome. I, I didn't get a chance to play it yet, but it is on Game me Pass. Me neither. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's gonna... Game Pass. Like, it's the cool thing. Like they, they announced this game and just released it. They're like, oh, you can play it now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think that was the best way to like handle this game, honestly, just stealth drop it. Let people get into it, try it on Game Pass, and let word of mouth like spread. I've been hearing really, really good things about this game. Yeah. And something to think about, something like, uh, I can't take credit for this, but some random guy on YouTube can take credit for this. Not even like a YouTuber, like a commenter from a, a review I was watching of this game, did mention that Tango Gameworks is made of like ex-Capcom devs. So very likely the people who worked on this game did work on Devil May Cry. So that's that's where I'm getting some of these vibes from. That's probably why the game's like so polished and so so good looking. Yeah. But yeah, I like what I'm seeing so far. And you know, I love me some action games. I'm not the biggest rhythm game fan, but something like this could work. You know, a rhythm based action game. Yeah, I think this could work. If I could play the Hellraiser, I love that. So or Hellslinger, Hellsinger. Yeah, metal, yeah. heavy metal. Hell singer. This looks cool. It's supposed to have artists, a ton of artists, including Prodigy and Nine Inch Nails, which I don't know how Nine Inch Nails tracks. I don't know if there's licensed tracks. They're making music <laughs> for this game. But I don't know how. Uh... They do have some well, Nine Inch originals. Nails on Phil, though. Yeah. There, there was some originals for this game that I saw. So. Now, I'm not saying Nine Inch Nails did them. I'm just saying there are original tracks. I can imagine. I can't imagine like the game with this art style hearing something like fucking closer in the background. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> your fucking up guys. Just like, why the fuck you like an animal? <laughs> yeah, I would like... imagine they would select their tracks a little more appropriately yeah. than that. But <laughs> but no, jokes aside, like this looks this looks incredible. Like I really want to play this. But I, I can't because like I have a baby now, so I have to like make time to want to play something like this on my computer. Um, I think I'll probably do it later tonight. I'll try to find some time to play this. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online is getting a new expansion, ESO Necrom, launching June fifth, twenty twenty three, for PC and June twentieth, twenty twenty three, for Xbox. You have a new playable class called the Arcanist. It's a uh, necromancy. As the title suggests, that's it. Which is that's, cool. They spent maybe two and a half minutes actually talking about the DLC, and then like another twelve minutes trying to convince you to play the game. Which there's nothing wrong with this game. A lot of people just don't. I guess like it had that bad launch, and people have just not yeah. been into it since then. But it's a really so it's free to play. First of all. And then, like, each of the DLCs are, like, standalone. So you can just get the ones you want. Like, if you just want to do Morrowind, you can get the Morrowind DLC. And then you can start right there. Or if you just want to do the Skyrim DLC, you can just get that. And you can start right there. Like, it's very 
uh, it's really open in terms of how you want to approach any of its content. It just lets you kind of do whatever you want at any time, which is really cool. It is really cool. Is Elder Scrolls Online available on Game Pass or like a limited version of it? Well, it's free either way. So it's a free it's a free game. I think all if you buy it, you get all the DLC or there's like a subscription for all the DLC or you can just buy it individually. So I think that's the only thing you can you pay for. But other than oh, that, so I'm it's... looking on Game Pass and I'm not seeing other scrolls online on here. I guess I can play it on Steam, but like Yeah. If it's free to play, I might try it. Yeah, I I keep thinking about getting back into this a little bit. I played it a little bit. And yeah, it's it's cool. It's just, yeah, you know, it's just a Skyrim MMO, like Skyrim the, with your friend. The like, problem is that's what it, that's that the problem is it's not that though. Cuz if it was that, right. it'd just be <laughs> it'd be more cuz it has the MMO bullshit in it, you know, it's not like straight up action like oh you hit the button and you attack. It's like yeah, I mean, it is that, but it's not that, though. It's hard to explain what I'm talking about. But if you know what, I, you, if you know what like, an MMO, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. So, like, not. Uh, we got Pud in the chat Pud. asking if you guys seen Dark and Darker. What is Dark and Darker? Dark and Darker. I've never heard of that. So it's so hyped for the playtest next Monday. What is this game? Pud, elaborate. Dark and Darker is amazing. Oh, is this from a... Uh... According to Steam, that's the one I'm looking at. I'm going to put in the Steam chat here. According to Steam, this is the right page, an unforgiving hardcore fantasy FPS dungeon PvPVE adventure. Band together with your friends, use your courage, wits, and cunning to uncover mythical treasures, defeat gruesome monsters, while staying one step ahead of the other devious treasure hunters. It's like uh, Tarkov, but fantasy. Am I? Am I? That could be cool. <laughs> Is that accurate? Is that an accurate way to put it? It's like Tarkov, but what if it was Elder Scrolls? Which could be cool. That sounds yeah. fun. Honestly, the loot and like, like the get loot and dip thing, like makes more sense. The fantasy dungeon crawling, at least in my my opinion. Yeah, I've I would rather know. I would rather it wasn't PvP. You know what I'm saying? Like it's straight like group up with fun. buddies, dungeon crawl. Yeah, yeah. What were we playing, Marauders? Uh. That like space one where it was like oh yeah we're getting our asses kicked we're getting dude. fucking eaten alive dude and I was like this is not yeah that was not <laughs> friendly at all that game that game fucks you up it doesn't apologize it just goes for the throat dude Jesus but this, but this <laughs> latest since we got our asses stomped this would be fun just hanging out with like people and and just dungeon crawling yeah. What you do? I mean, you can party up with people. Yeah, but then you know, I I want to see the PvP part where someone comes out and just fucks you up. This might be cool. I'm gonna add it to my wish list. This could, this could be cool. 
Oh, is it like a battle royale too? Like there's like a wall that uh that closes in on you. Or, you know, like a barrier. Really? I don't think, I don't think everything doesn't need a battle royale. Yeah, there's a circle. Like Yeah, I, oh, this I looks pretty just, cool. I always wanted to be a dungeon crawler, man. It would just be just straight. It would be so much more appealing to uh, me. Plut says the playtest starts Monday. Is it like a free-to-play playtest? Is it just an open playtest? Or do we need to like buy the game or be like a backer or something? Oh, it's uh, it's on Next Fest. Okay. Okay, so so we'll check. It's well, time demo. I'm gonna do another demo derby on Tuesday for the next fest stuff. So Tuesday. Cool. We can check this out then. That might be fun to check out. All right. Thanks for the heads up on that pod. This looks awesome. Yeah. Sorry, I'm stealing. I'm stealing Moist Critical's content here. <laughs> No, I would do him a favor, getting him more views. <laughs> yeah, he owes us. <laughs> but no, jokes aside, that look that looks cool. Like, thanks for the heads up on that pod. That looks fun. Nah, dude, it's cool. Like, we do this live, everybody. So if you guys if you want to say, you know, throw it out in the chat. Like, we read the chat, you know, if it's something cool to talk about, we'll talk about it. Like right. dark and darker is definitely cool. I want to see more of that. So thanks for the heads up on that, dude. Uh, speaking of uh, free trials, Other Scrolls Online is uh, they all the chapters are free for a limited time. So if you want to give it a shot and try it out, you can. It's good. Uh, yeah, it looks like fun. Like I'll, I'll definitely give it a shot. Like it looks like fun. Uh, Red. Oh, let's see some more Redfall, which they did advise can be played single player or co op. And this game looks like fun. If that last like developer like announcement was to be was true, where they said it's like more of a Far Cry than a Left 4 Dead, yeah. I'm infinitely more excited for this game now. Which now that <laughs> now that they've that. shown that they've shown this now, and it looks more like a Far Cry the way they yeah. explained it. Because uh, you know you never really see any big hordes or anything like a far like a Left 4 Dead. It's always them like sneaking in the, some area and then trying to clear it out like a like an outpost. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm more into this than I was when I thought it was a Left 4 Dead. Even though it, yeah, it was, looks like fun, it seems like it, it does have some of the Left 4 Dead shit. But like a like a Far Cry, there's you know there's loot. You kill enemies, you can get loot from them. You can take their weapons and. Just, yeah, it seems a lot cooler than just a straight up Left 4 Dead, which has just been too many of these days. Yeah, I feel like for the last, like, what, year and a half, you've been getting a ton of, like, Left 4 Dead likes, dude. Uh, Anacrusis, yeah. Back for Blood. Oh, man, there's been so many of them, I can't even count. Like,. <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm bummed out. Anna Cruz's isn't on Game Pass anymore. I gotta buy it. <laughs> well, they put out a it's huge update. It's only twenty dollars. Yeah, they put out a huge update. It's only twenty bucks, but it's still in game preview. So, uh, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. But no, this looks cool. Like Redfall looks really neat. It's got that 
it's Arcane, right? That's working on this. Uh, yeah. The Dishonored guys, which yeah. is awesome. Those guys know how to do like crazy cool abilities like super well. So, and I love the I love them for that. I love the the crazy abilities the game gives you. It lets you tackle like challenges your own way. We got to see some pretty cool stuff like the Shroud Vampire that like blankets out of the area in darkness. So you can't see like really less outside of the combat zone it's created. It's really cool. Like there's some cool stuff in here and I can't wait till this comes out. It's going to be on Game Pass, so it'll be worth at least trying. Like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they should have some gameplay stuff. You're basically going through neighborhoods, clearing out vampires, cleansing them from, from, uh, from, from different houses, and clearing out vampire nests. And it lets you kind of approach missions the way you want. You can go in crazy or stealthy, and each character has their own like special abilities to help you through it. Like one guy can like tag enemies with like a like a crow familiar, and it looks cool. Like this looks dope. Like I can see myself having a lot of fun with this. And the fact that I can play the single player if I want to is like a plus because I do that a lot. But it's still cool to play that with friends. So this looks dope. Yeah, I really don't have anything else to say about this other than it looks like fun. Yeah. Redfall. I'm more. I'm into yep. it now. Yeah, it's set to release May 2nd, 2023. So definitely be playing that when it drops. Um, some quickie news. Steam Next Fest is going live February 6th through 13th. So there's going to be some cool games there to play. Um, definitely be checking out that Dark and Darker. So thanks for that, Pud. I'm going to check that out, Steam Next Fest. Um, is there anything that you're specifically excited for to check out? Or just kind of kind of wait and see what happens? I, I got a lot of stuff from my wish list. So I'm hoping... Usually I just usually I just load it up and just I just get a bunch of shit just randomly that sounds interesting and that's been working out. You in the past what I've done is just I just grabbed everything. I just go from the top down and just grab absolutely everything and sometimes it's not the best way to do it. So, yeah, because there's there's some garbage in there too. Like unfortunately, yeah. there's or, for not, every like really cool hidden gem, there's like some games that don't work. It's not necessarily that, it's, that they're garbage too. Sometimes they are, but sometimes I get stuff that just doesn't fit the the format of trying to just look at a bunch of games. Like some of them require you to kind of just sit with it. Like I, I try to like chew through as many of these games as possible, and some of them just don't really. There's a lot slower paced. Oh yeah. So, but yeah, there's some good stuff in here from this trailer. This yeah. one I saw uh, the Benedict Fox one. Uh, this one looks. This one is in my wish list. Oh yeah, that one looks really cool. They don't show it for very long, but what? It's uh, yeah. The last case of Benedict Fox. Cool. But this is a trailer of just some games. There's usually a lot more on there that they just you just never seen coming. So. Yeah, there's a couple cool ones in your Spirit Fall. Is one that like really sticks out to me. Looks like a lot of fun. Dungeon Drafters looks like it might be neat. Like there's some cool stuff in here. Yeah. Trinity Fusion looks like it'll be fun too. Like there's some cool games in here. That's so, what they showed off here. Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday I'm 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 planning to do another very long demo derby stream. Just checking out games, man. Just games. Dope. I'll be uh, off that day, so I'll probably be with the baby, so I can hang out with you, give you some company. Yeah, I do have my baby crying though, so have fun with that. 
And uh, jokes aside, but this looks cool. I haven't said that a lot this podcast. I gotta get some new material, dude. Jesus Christ. Um, no, I can't wait for Steam Next Fest. There's always cool shit to look at with Steam Next Fest. I'm hoping to see like more expanded on games I've already played. Is this just gonna be new stuff, or is there a possibility that stuff we've already like tried will be in here too? It, usually, there's there's return return customers, or you know, like they'll if they're still not out yet and they've been on working on it for a while, they'll put out sometimes the same demo, sometimes a new demo of games we've already seen. I really, really, we're probably not going to because the demo showed off enough, but I really, really want to see another demo for Cassette Beasts. I had a lot of fun with that during our last uh, demo derby. Yeah, Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, you got to cater your demos. I don't want to tell anyone how to make their demo, but like, no. You need a catered demo, all right? You need a, a special demo of a section of your game that you think shows off what your game is about. Don't give me a demo. Don't give me the first, like, 12 minutes of your game and call that the demo. Like, I don't want to start at the beginning, at the slowest part of your game, and waste a bunch of time getting to the action. Start me in the action. It depends then, on the game. Like Cassette Beast does that. It does it really well because like it's a it's an RPG, so yo, it's gonna we, draw I, you out the gameplay I, and the story. I gave it the time to do that and I usually That's wouldn't. true. Like if it's That's if it's true. just if it got to the point right off the bat, I'd be like, Yeah, this is great. Nah, I hear ya. Well I mean, we'll see what else comes out then. Like there's gonna be some cool shit in here, so I can't wait. For this, uh, the next fast, I'm gonna see some cool shit, dude. This is that's all I want. I just want to see some cool shit. I want to play some cool shit. Yeah, I'm gonna talk about it here on the show. We'll see. You know, we'll see when that drops. Let's drop in uh, February 6th, and it's run until February 12th. You know, come join us. We're gonna do it live. Wasabi is. I got a, I got a baby, so I'm not gonna be here the whole time. <laughs> yeah, but come join us. Check us out. And it's some continuing news. Uh, 4A Game Studio released an update that they are allowing the uh, Metro Exodus development kit. So you can just go in there and mod new content for the game just for free. All Metro Exodus owners have access to the SDK, and that's super cool to see. (laughs) I don't think anyone's expecting that. Yeah, this is awesome. Because... In a, in a world where uh, people think their the longevity of their game is based on microtransactions and uh, nickel and diming the customer and FOMO shit and all that other, other all these other practices, it's like yeah, let's get all the money we can out of these people and that'll put out put out content and make them buy it and shit like that. Like this is how this is how you secure longevity for your game yeah you let the modders have their fun with it build a community yeah Yeah. that's why fucking skyrim gets getting re-released every like six months (laughs) Um, and this is cool metro exodus is a pretty big game too like there's some i can't wait to see what we'll do with this (laughs) i'm i'm expecting just a full like stalker simulation Someone comes out and just makes like a whole whole, like survival thing out of this. That'd be cool to see. 
Because they, they, they have, these are the full tools. Those are the full yeah. tools, the same tools they use That's to the, make the game. Yep. Yep, the like, same software development kit they use. Even it's so down cool. to even down to like the scripting engine is all in here. So, like, this is some of the stuff that I I would like dip into just to see, just like kind of just fuck around with the game like files and and see how shit's made. Yeah, dude, there's some cool shit in here, and like, there's access to everything like from the get go. So it's cool. I don't know. The game's been out for like what a year now, so I don't know if the community's still there to like build mods for it, but I'm sure with the fact they're releasing a full dev kit, that might bring some like hardcore modders in just like like you said to play with it. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's super exciting. Like seeing seeing some of the stuff happening with Skyrim after all these years, people are still still coming up with crazy shit that you'd never thought was possible. Yeah. Uh, like even even like recently, some crazy shit still coming out. You're like, what? Like who? Like what? How the fuck did we not think of this? Or I guess it wasn't possible or whatever. It's possible now. Just do whatever the fuck you want. Uh, like that. That's the kind of shit I like to see. Just completely transforming the game to be just more modern. Even you know, Skyrim in 2011. You never thought it was possible, but advances in technology they've got like dlss support in skyrim now someone finally like recently added upscalers so they got, it has like dlss and fsr and all that shit which is fucking crazy so that's really cool <laughs> because at, at an engine level it's not like capable so someone had to like reverse engineer the game to kind of get that shit running uh so I don't know. It's, it's super impressive what, what people can do. So yeah, I, I want to see what comes out of this, even if it takes a while. Because this stuff usually, if you if you're really sitting down and doing stuff, or or if it's just as simple as like replacing you know some of the enemies with a uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. Like I'm I'm for that. <laughs> I'd be okay with that too. <laughs> No, I'm excited for this. I can't wait to see what modders do with it, dude. Um, and some new uh, trailer, Steam World Build, which we were talking about a little bit earlier. It's the newest Steam World game. It's a city what builder. Is... City builder? That's cool. Yeah, but I guess the twist is there's an underground. You know, there's there's always like an underground uh, component to these games, and yeah. So there's the above ground. You build your city, and then underground. You have your mine, and you got to work the mine, and the mine gets attacked. I guess like the underground is like a, a tower defense game almost. I guess you 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 work the mine and build the resources to the city, but then at the same time, per- periodically you'll get attacked by monsters, and you have to defend them from the underground from getting to the surface. I guess. So, really cool. I'm not really into city sims. But I don't know. The, this one has a kind of a twist that seems a little bit more interesting. Yeah, I mean they've always done like interesting stuff. Like they kind of flipped the Metroidvania stuff yeah. on its head to make Steam World dig, and they had Steam World Heist, which is like a turn-based like stealth game kind of. Yeah. 
was all super interesting. And the Hand of Gilgamesh, which is like an RPG. And they're all like really unique and have different mechanics to what you expect from those types of games. So it'll be cool to see what they do with build. Yeah, so far these guys got like these guys have my attention. Like they put out, I guess, my attention. And then we got a trailer for Hitman World of Assassination. <laughs> yeah. So it's a rebrand. It's not totally a new game. It's a rebrand of, I guess, the trilogy. They're repacking it into one game called World of Assassination. And it's all three games in one package. And then on top of that, they're adding uh, new modes uh, called, I think it's called like Freelancer, I think is the new big thing, which I'm still not totally sure what that is exactly. <laughs> but I think you just like take missions and do missions. Like daily challenge quests or something? I guess. I guess so. But they already have like, they already had the uh, elusive target thing, which is you can only attempt it once. And if you fuck it up, you can never do it again. Like they yeah. already had those. Uh, so I don't know. Hitman's they're, they're great games. They're great games. Yeah, they are. Uh, I got into them when they dropped Hitman three on yeah. game pass, which came with one and two. So yeah. <laughs> I got to get into them right from the beginning, and this is incredible. Like, this scratches that itch because, like, it's an open area game, not open world, but it's an open area. So, like, it starts some event, you're on a timer, it's like kill this guy, and there's a ton of different ways you could do it. And it gives you a lot of freedom with how you want to go about it. You want to poison them, you want to drown them. But there's also, like, shit going on behind the scenes. Characters have, like, a schedule they maintain. Yeah. So you could like get involved with some other shit that's going on. It's super cool. Like I really liked that I was playing through with this. And it's the kind of game that once you beat a level and it's like, oh, you could here's a new place you could start from. And here's some tips to like see some other cool shit that's happening when you were killing this guy. And it's like, oh, I want to play it again now. <laughs> yeah. Um, Giant Bomb had a cool series where they would like draw from a hat different scenarios and like they would draw like, Hey, here's the outfit you have to wear. You have to wear the uh, clown outfit and here's a weapon you have to use. You have to use a knife <laughs> and it's like, yeah, there's draw from a hat, different like things, options that they have to do. And it's, it's, it's really cool. It's really funny. I love that. That's so, so cool. That works so like, well to this game too. And you have to get super creative in order to like do that stuff. Because yeah, the outfit you wear is is real uh, important. Because some of them are more effective than others. Obviously, if you wear a clown suit, you're not going to be getting into certain areas as easily as you know if you wore like a securities outfit. So. Yeah, and that's what's so cool about the game is that like, it's got systems. I can't. I don't know what the term is. This is a term for it. It's got systems working on each other to like calculate like what you can do, where you can go. And it's so cool the way these systems work together. It's just like, go do it. Just go figure it out. And it's fucking dope, dude. Like, it's really, really cool. The way this game plays. I loved it. I loved what I was playing. Um, I got to get back into it because I really liked what I was playing here. 
and now that they've consolidated it all into one big like thing with some extra content damn i can't wait i want to play it dude this is awesome yeah it's, it's got me way more excited because if you remember they're working on the 007 game so oh yeah i forgot about that it's got That's me gonna be cool. super excited for what they do for that because i've said this in the past but gold like golden eye has ruined fucking 007 games forever yeah <laughs> and pud says golden eye is coming back they're not doing a golden eye here's the problem with golden eye is it's a first person shoot it's like two action there's nothing really james bond about it you know what i'm saying because you forget agree. you forget that he's supposed to be a, a spy you know like <laughs> Like it's not he's he doesn't just run up to motherfuckers and shoot the shit out of him. He it's a, he's a spy, so like that's what I kind of want to see out of a 007 game is get more into the spy stuff. Because yeah, every every 007 game after GoldenEye has been a straight up first person shooter, run in there and just kill everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm I'm excited to see what they do with with. 007 is gonna be yeah really they cool. put like half the creativity in hitman at the 007 it's gonna be a excellent game yeah um he's not an assassin right like i haven't played he's not an assassin. i, I don't he's watch a, he's a spy yeah so, so they can't do the same formula like you know eliminate this target but you know there's some cool stuff you could do like reconnaissance getting information or yeah you know like getting into a base and saving somebody there's a bunch of stuff you can do with that so It'll be cool to see like how they flex like, you know, their their level design to work with the 007 property. Like, it's got me excited to see what they do. Like, my mind's tingling with like possibilities here, and I'm like, there's some cool shit there. Yeah. So yeah, I'm shouts out to IO, shouts out to Hitman. Oh yeah. Um, they're great. Yeah, shouts out to IO for just making it. Yeah, they they do one thing very very well, yeah. and I'm okay with that. <laughs> and this goes back to what I've been saying. You know, make a game that like a lot of people are gonna love, and not everyone's gonna like. And IO like nails that with Hitman. <laughs> yeah. Like this game is not for everybody. I could definitely see that. Like I think the average like this is this is the game is not for the people who play like Call of Duty or Madden every year. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's got stuff there. That's, it's just that's like really, you know, really it's cool. like another like a Metal Gear or, or a, yeah. a Splinter Cell. You know, that's why I got into it because like I was playing like Phantom Pain, not Phantom Pain. Yeah, Phantom Pain, and I was like, this game's so incredible. I wish there's more games like it. You recommended Hitman, and it, it definitely yeah. scratches that itch. Yeah. It leans more on like the espionage stuff and less on the action stuff. Yeah, but that's when, okay. When shit hits the fan, there's not. There's not a lot of ways to like gun your way out. You can't really, you can't really gun your way out the way you can in, in Metal Gear. But, but the options you have to like espionage though, ooh, yeah, yeah. ooh, the game gives you more than enough opportunity to like espionage your way in and out. So, yeah. like, if you get into a gunfight, like, what's your problem? Like, that's on you. Yeah. <laughs> You can oh, yeah. do it. Uh, you can do it if you're like good. You can. It's just not as easy as like Metal Gear. Yeah. <laughs> but no, this looks cool. Like I can't wait to see what they do with 007. I can't wait for Assassination. I I, I want to play it. Oh god, I got to talk about it. It's got me want to play it again. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, some game releases. January 30th, we got Black Firewall. Am I reading that right? Yeah. Black Firewall, all one word, for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. What is this? A first-person tragicomic adventure? Set in smart. Is that a smartphone? Uh, looks like a puzzle. First-person puzzle game. Solve wacky puzzles to counter the updates. Okay, so it takes phone inside. A, set inside a smartphone. You're an update assistant. You solve wacky puzzles to counter the update and save the previous operating system from deletion. <laughs> Well, it's an interesting yeah. concept. I'll give it that. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's like I might a check this out game. just for the. Yeah, I might check this out for the concept alone. This looks hilarious. Put that in the wish list. I, uh, I always like puzzle me. games. Yeah, a good puzzle game is fun. Like I haven't seen any like really good puzzle games lately, so this looks like it'll be fun. Uh, Trek to Yomi is releasing on Switch, January thirtieth. It's already been out on like Steam and pretty much everywhere else, but it's a side scrolling black and white samurai action game. Yeah. This is on Game Pass. I haven't tried it yet though. Yeah, same. It looks cool though. I've wanted to try it for a while, but it looks cool. Uh Uncle Dolph said the uh, Looker is a good puzzle game. That's what everyone says. I haven't had a chance to play it yet, which is crazy because I have it on PS Plus. We know what that is. Let's see the buckle down and play it. What the hell is this? What? Overwhelmingly positive? Okay. Yeah, that's from the... What is it? What did he work on? The Braid guy, right? No, that's... That's The Witness, which it seems like oh. this is parody. Oh, okay. It is a parody of The Witness. Yeah, okay. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, I was thinking of the witness. Okay. <laughs> I was like the looker, and then you pull it up, and it's like, what does it look like? The witness. Oh, because yeah, it is the witness. It's just a comedy version of it. Okay. Yeah, I'll check that out. Oh, it's free. Okay. Yeah, I'll check that out. The witness is one of the greatest games ever made. <laughs> By the way, so. That's a that's a great game to parody. It's a free to play game, Looker. Yeah. And the reviews are really good. Yeah. I oh my god. These are like. When they said the game has one of the best endings in gaming history, they were not exaggerating. Great game. Don't look up the ending. Oh, okay. <laughs> What is this ending? <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna check this out. All these like reviews are like an hour, hour and a half, so Which is great. Might be real. Yeah, which is great. I can yeah, knock this out while my kid's it. sleeping. Yeah. Yeah, it's free to play. Okay, I'll check it out. Thanks for the thanks for the thanks for the recommendation, Dolph. And uh game releases again January thirty first. Tuesday, we got 8-Bit Adventures 2 releasing on PC. It's an NES JRPG throwback game. <laughs> I, I'm, this is in my wish list. 
Yeah? <laughs> but I don't remember when. Have I played this? I think I played this on a demo derby. It just... says the the description of the game says it's more than a throwback. Like, what does it do differently? It just looks like nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. Like, there's nothing wrong with like this old school RPG, but it doesn't look like it's doing anything new. Deep party customization. Oh, I like that. 30 to 40 hours of playtime? Seriously? Shit. This looks good. Yeah, I did play this on a demo derby. Yeah, well, I guess it was good then if, like, you wishlisted it. Yeah, well, I wishlist a lot of shit, but it is good. I This is a good era for... I wasn't, I wasn't playing these games when they were, like, out... Yeah, it wasn't same. until it wasn't until I got like a SNES emulator that I went back and started playing some of these. Like that, uh, this specifically is like um, Final Fantasy. Uh, Final Fantasy three? No, 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 no. Well, yeah, yeah, Final Fantasy three, but uh, the the action one, the one they called Final Fantasy, but wasn't really a Final Fantasy game. Oh yeah, 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 Mystic Heroes, Mystic Quest. Yeah, yeah, Mystic Quest. That's more. That's more what I get out of this. Some of the shots, though, they're doing some shots from different games. So, like, this is definitely like a Final Fantasy VII shot, even though it's like not. Even though Final Fantasy VII wasn't, uh, uh, you know, it wasn't like a it wasn't like eight bit. Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. Like the, the elevator, like scene. This, I know like, what you mean. Some of these scenes are straight up from like other. Like inspired by this scene is straight up from Mystic Quest. This one, like some of these, you can look at and you're like, "Oh yeah, this is from something else." <laughs> I mean, the demo's still up, so I might try the demo out. Oh, I think that was the issue. I had the demo didn't work for me. I think okay. I, def- <laughs> I definitely played. I definitely played this, or at least tried to. But something, yeah, or I don't know. I died early on in the demo and just said fuck it. Oh, all right. Yeah, something, something wasn't working when I tried to play this. So that's what it was. Well, check it out, January thirty first. Uh, also released January thirty first for Xbox One and Series X. We have Age of Empires two Definitive Edition. I don't know how this is gonna play on console, like. Yeah, I, you would hope this is like a PCS. Yeah, this is, like a, this is a PCS RTS though. I played Age of Empires too. Like a buddy of mine got it for me because he's like super into it, and I had fun with it. I'm not gonna lie, I had some fun with it. But I don't know how you're supposed to play this with a controller. If I'm this being is totally honest. Sixty-five percent off right now. Is yeah, seven dollars from twenty. So I think it's worth the seven dollars. It's pretty fun. It's on Game Pass, but. I, I don't think I have the definitive edition though. I think I have like just regular Age of Empires 2. Yeah, the HD edition that came out in 2013. Got a co-op mode. Which was like too. Yeah, the game's got like PvP and co-op modes. Like it's, there's a lot of stuff here. Like this game's been out for like 20 years. They just keep re-releasing it. So it's excellent. Apparently like, people love this game and I can see why. It's a lot of fun. 
Uh, we also got Power Wash Simulator releasing on the Switch, PS4, and PS5. You like this game, right? Power Wash Simulator? It's cool. It's chill. You, know, you can just kind of lose yourself in the, doing the thing. It's like one of those games that's, that's like weirdly satisfying. Check it out, then. It looks like fun. It's on Game Pass, so... Yeah. Raiden 4 Cross Mikado Remix. Yes. It's a shoot 'em up. Yes. I I really like the Raiden games. Yeah? Yeah. There's I don't know, there's something about the the the, the speed at which these games run that that's always been appealing to me. And just uh you know, getting all the power ups, just fighting, just shooting the hell out of everything. It's really yeah, these games are like insane, hyper fast, like crazy. Not the Ninja Gaiden of like shoot 'em up games. Yeah. Or I like it as widescreen, but you can also. Oh no, it's not widescreen. Never mind. Um, they call this vertical mode. It's called Tate. Tate mode. If you have a if you have a screen that can do that, not many people do, but. That is, you know, when I used to play this on like a Vita, it had a mode where you can just turn it the Vita to the side. I think Switch does this too. You can turn it to you can turn it into Tate mode. Well, they call it arcade mode here. It's it's actually called Tate mode, but uh, you know, and so when you have it vertical like that, you can uh like, I think the Switch version you can actually do that, and then play it vertically. So. This looks dope. I might play. I might get this. I can turn my computer monitor to the side, so that'd be a cool way to play it. Yeah. This looks awesome. All right, I'm wish listing that. Oh, they got OTK. Hold on. You're talking about the soundtrack here. I don't know who OTK what, is. You know, this is uh... a. Well, Should I know who OTK is? No. No. <laughs> Going on the wish list, so. Yeah, add it to my wish list. It's a scope as fuck. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants, the Cosmic Shake, is releasing PC, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. I forgot this is happening. That's crazy. I thought this was already out. <laughs> <laughs> now you're thinking of the. What was that? That SpongeBob, the rehydrated game. What was oh, it called? Yeah. It's just, they've been talking about this game for fucking years, I thought. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it definitely wasn't this, because this looks too good. Yeah. It's like a totally new game. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Ah, oh, did I, I don't know if I like this art style. Is this like the, this is the style they use now, right? For like the movies and shit. I think so. Yeah, I don't I mean, like it's this. fine for a video game, like. Yeah. I just prefer, you know, I, I want them to do the real art style, you know, from the, the cartoon. I know how you're going to do that in 3D. You you don't, though. That's the thing. You do, like, the South Park thing. Ah, I hear you. Why are you supposed to do that in, like, a platformer, though? You could do that. You could easily do that. <laughs> like a 3D platformer with a 2D art style? 
you could do well you could do it like demon turf have you seen like demon turf oh yeah yeah it has like those the their sprites that move in 3d okay that could work yeah i think that's a lot to ask for from like uh well not really if an indie studio can do it i don't know why a big studio can't Yeah, I don't know. There's, 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 there's ways you could do it. Yeah, I hear you. That'd be cool to see. But yeah, that's coming out thirty first for everything. Then we were here forever. It's releasing on PC, PS Five, Xbox One, and Series X. We played that one. Yeah. We were here game, and it was cool until it wasn't anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping the newer games are like a little bit more stable. Yeah, you would think you would think that they've just gotten better as they've progressed. So you would think that'd be cool to check out. I'd like to try it. I want to give it another shot because, like, that first one we played was cool, except for the fact that like it was broken. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember where it broke, but. There's a couple things that, like, after we looked up the answers, there's, like, certain things that wouldn't trigger. Yeah. Like, certain clues that would, like, that wouldn't come down for me or something. It's like, so I can give you information. I think also, like, some of the puzzles was just a little too obtuse. A little too obtuse, yeah. Like, I I love puzzle games like this, but... But some of them are really good, though. Like, yeah. that one when you're in that maze, I gotta guide you through it. <laughs> Yeah, that's so. There's I have two issues where, with puzzle games. One is when they're too obtuse, and you're like, "This is fucking like how are you supposed to know this?" Uh, yeah, that's one thing. But then the other thing is like you figure out the puzzle already, like in your head, you already you've already gotten the puzzle figured out. But then you have to do the thing in the game to like solve it. Oh yeah. And if that takes way too long, then I'm like, I don't want to do this. Uh. Like, I already know what the solution is, but you make it so hard to enter the solution that I just don't Yeah, and the, the demo we played did both of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But some of the puzzles though, were really, really good. Like, there was some potential there. Like, yeah, I, 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 wanted, I, I liked enough of what I played to give another shot. Yeah. Because, yeah, we only played, that was that, there was, it was their first one. So, yeah. It was the one we played. So, and they have like 12 more. <laughs> not 12 yeah. I think it's like 3 maybe yeah those would be cool to try out uh, February 1st you got Football Manager 2023 releasing on PS5 it's already been on like everything so yeah now see that's the kind cool of game PS5 release. that's the kind of game where I'm like how do you do this on console but this is straight up just yeah. menus and shit <laughs> yeah it'd be great for mobile I think but not yeah. console yeah. Rhythm Sprout. Yeah, Rhythm Sprout's the next one. I watched the trailer. Sorry, I was like, "What Sick the hell beats, is this?" Bad sweets. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to turn up the audio for this. I'm gonna have to yeah hear what this sounds like. The music's pretty tight. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. It almost reminds me of some like Danny B. Oh, it says K-pop, EDM, hip hop. 
But who does the soundtrack? Oh yeah, that's fire. It doesn't say who did the soundtrack though. Well, it says it's like inspired beats, so I think it's uh, done in house. Interesting. Yeah, all the music is crafted exclusively for the game. Wow. Well, let's go yeah, to the wish list. Yeah, this looks pretty cool, man. Like, I was just, that's why I got distracted. I was watching the trailer and I was like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a sucker for got... rhythm games, especially when they're yeah. doing something different. So, wait a minute, it doesn't look really too different from like regular rhythm games, but it looks like it's nailing what it's doing very well. Like, yeah. uh, more in the presentation of what it's doing because at, at yeah. the end of the day, you're still just hitting buttons to, to a beat, yeah. But yeah, it looks like DJ Max, but with like a different aesthetic, yeah. And I'm okay with that. Then, uh, February 2nd, we got Chef Life, a restaurant simulator releasing for PC, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One. And Series X, and it's what it's in the title, man. It's a restaurant simulator game. <laughs> Presented by Michelin. <laughs> Wait, what? Michelin, I guess. I don't know. It's made by Michelin? It's not made by Michelin. It's just, I guess, sponsored by, in partnership with Michelin. Oh, wow. Okay. The tire company, so you know it's authentic chef shit. Um, actually... Michelin also does food reviews. Do they really? Yeah. yeah. You ever heard of the Michelin star? No. You ever heard of like restaurants, like a five-star restaurant? They're referring to the Michelin star rating. You really? Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I didn't know there was so, crossover between. Uh... So here's the history, right? They are a tire company. They're a French tile company. And I guess in French it's pronounced like Michelin, but I'm not going to say that. Really? Um <laughs> So they're a French tire company, right? And they got into food because their tires were so good, people weren't replacing them as often, so their profits were taking a hit. <laughs> but how do we get people to drive more so they can wear out their tires and buy more from us? Like, oh, they're like, oh, I know. We'll recommend, like, restaurants that are out in the country, the French countryside, so you have to drive there and wear out your tire. <laughs> what? Yes, seriously, swear to God, dude. That's, that's where it comes from. And that's where it started. So it would make these recommendations. You will go like when you got like you go like a Michelin shop or something. You'd get like a guide with like different places to take your car to, to eat. And they're always like out in the French countryside, so it wore out your tires. And conveniently, it was like, oh, here's some like Michelin shops like right by these like restaurants, so you can replace your tire <laughs> if it gets worn out. Swear to God, dude, it's a thing. Like, okay. So when you hear like restaurants like oh, it's a five-star restaurants referring to the michelin star rating okay well there you go yeah. so you can get you can get your tires and get your food at the same place <laughs> <laughs> that's how it started then it became like a more like prestigious like most restaurants like want to have like, a good michelin star rating and be featured in the michelin guide yeah okay yeah yeah, see, I don't know shit about that. That's something that I never, I never crossed into my. Uh... I learned about it like years ago from some random YouTube video, and I was like, "Huh, interesting." 
I'll say this is an authentic simulator then. It's got the Michelin star of approval here. Basically. In partnership. <laughs> How much? How much does this cost? It doesn't say. There's no price yet. Okay. Yeah, there you go. You learn a little something. Apparently, this comes out in February. Yeah. So. Well, so for February twenty third, the show notes say February second. I know what I know what it says. <laughs> yeah, I know what it says. What this says. 23rd for some reason so. all right that's weird oh Whatever. maybe it's not maybe is it pc or is it maybe it doesn't happen on the, PC. according to the guide pc switch ps4 ps5 xbox one and series x okay well i do not care enough to like look into it if i'm being honest with you yeah <laughs> <laughs> so moving on deliver us mars is releasing for pc ps4 ps5 xbox one and Series X, it's an atmospheric sci-fi adventure game where you explore Mars and recover a colony of ships stolen by the mysterious Outward. Like a survival crafting game, right? You explore Mars, craft equipment, uh, solve puzzles. I don't see those as tags on this product. It says story-rich realistic maybe it's just like one of those walking sims point and click adventure yeah, yeah. this doesn't that's like oh i'm walking i'm like scrolling through every trailer and i'm just seeing her like climbing and walking around it doesn't look very good i'm gonna say that just off top <laughs> visually it doesn't look very good yeah. <laughs> if you told me it was like a claymation, I'd be like, okay, I can see that. And then I'll I'll, you know, take back what I said. But uh if it's not, it doesn't look very good. Yeah. I mean, we'll see when it comes I out. I don't want to shit on the said. game, but it's uh thirty it's a thirty dollar game. Ooh. Coming up next, we got Fashion Police Squad releasing on Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. I played this demo. It's fun. Yeah, it's like a uh, shooter. Yeah, it's like an old school like boomer shooter. Yeah, boomer it's it's actually really term. cool. I love that term too because like when you hear it, you're like, I get it. I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's basically what it is. You're a fashion cop. And instead of like killing guys, you're like, that's out, you know, turning on fabulous. <laughs> yeah, it's like, cool. Like you, it's like super the, neat. I like the belt. It reminds, it reminds me of Pootie Tang. Yeah, you, you were telling seen? me that. <laughs> oh yeah, have I said that? Yeah, uh, yeah. Pootie Tang is one of the worst movies ever, but I love it. And <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I played this a little bit. It's actually it's pretty fun. Like. The aesthetic and the sense of humor really separated from like other games, so it's it's pretty dope. Like I liked what I was playing here. Yeah, check it out. It's only like twenty bucks, and I think it's worth it. Uh, Life is Strange Two is releasing on Switch. 
So go check that out if you want some really heavy underlying like immigration elements yeah. or whatever. I was not a huge fan of that game, but yeah, you're telling me it's like super in your face on like this like the immigration forced. allegory. Yeah. yeah. Well, and also they're like they're from like Seattle or some shit. And for whatever reason, it's they not decide even a border to... town. What? Well, yeah, exactly. They try to like move to. They try to like escape to Mexico, instead of just going north. Instead of just going north, to you know Canada, they're like, oh, we got to go to Mexico, which is like, why? Anyway, yeah, that game is you know I think it's worth playing through, but it's why very... Seattle? Like. Does Seattle have like a huge like problem with like racism against like Mexican Americans? Like, because I get that shit here in Tucson. We're like right by the border, so I get that like yeah. the back to your country shit all the time. But Seattle, really? Yeah. Like, it's so far from the border. Like, why is that like a thing? Whatever, yeah. whatever. I could be wrong about Seattle, but it's that general area because all the Life is Strange games take place in like, you know, well, except like the the third. Okay, or true colors is it but these ones all take place in all the same general area you even run into characters from some of the other games and yeah so it's like seattle area ish but yeah I don't yeah know. it's i'm not gonna i don't know the political commentary is like super forced and like kind of obnoxious so that's how i'm gonna like skip it <laughs> uh, i got puzzle bobble 2 bust the move 2 arcade that's a long fucking name did i read that right yeah so you got well, two games puzzle, puzzle bobble 2 they're diff they're 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 <clears throat> i want to say two different games like yeah the same game almost but it's like a double pack of two games and it's yeah. Puzzle Bobble 2, Bust a Move 2 Arcade Edition, Puzzle Bobble 3, Bust a Move 3 as Tribute. That was a long string of words. <laughs> but I mean, it's Puzzle Bobble. That's that's it. It's Puzzle Bobble. I think Puzzle, Puzzle Bobble? Bobble. I think Puzzle Bobble is Bust a Move. I think they're just called different things in different regions. Am I wrong on that? Someone correct me on that. Correct me on that. But it's Puzzle Bobble like the American name for the game and Bust the Move is like the original Japanese version. And that's why it's like it's got two different names, so you can choose when you play. I think that's it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean because there's a platform Puzzle Bobble. There's so. a platformer version called Bubble Bobble. Uh and that's a platformer version. And th this version is called Bust, well, Puzzle Bobble or Bust a Move. But they're, they're like the same thing. Uh, this looks like this looks like fun. I used to play this yeah, a I mean, lot back in the days. I played a little yeah, bit. I had fun with it. Japan and Europe and North America. So it's Puzzle Bobble in Japan and yeah. Bust a Move in Europe and North America. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Okay, yeah, that makes I sense. I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. See? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You can check that out on everything <laughs> that releases January or February 2nd. 
And last but not least, we had two other games. Uh, Helvetti is on PC, Switch, and PS4. This is that game you played during the demo, Derby. It's uh, that Celtic, that Gaelic Celtic inspired. Oh, yeah. Like roguelike beat em up. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like one of those vanillaware games. Yeah, but with like a Gaelic influence, which is cool because you don't see a lot of like Gaelic influence on stuff like at all. Yeah. Yeah, this looks cool. I can't really say anything else about it. It looks awesome. Like, Team I might check this out. It's going to be on everything. Yeah, this looks cool. I want to check this out. And we got Joe Wander and the Enigmatic Adventures for this on PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X. Oh, so only current this. gen, no last gen. Yeah, we played this in the demo derby too. I think. Oh, yeah. Was, was it good? One? No. No, it wasn't good. <laughs> no, it was not good. Did we play this? I don't know. It might have been like a different section in the demo. I don't know. This looks really fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> this trailer is playing some exciting music, but it looks so boring, dude. Yeah. I like how I'm into the trailer. Shows him swinging on like his whip, and it changes to, like different environments. Like, oh look at all these places you can swing your whip from. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you can swing your whip in the rainforest. You can swing your whip in the uh, Aztecs mountains. Yeah, I like. This looks really boring, and the music is supposed to make it sound exciting, but it looks boring as fuck. <laughs> How much does this game cost? I feel bad shitting on it, but it looks boring, dude. I'm gonna tell you. Okay. I don't think we played this. I feel like I did, though, but it wasn't like this. I don't know. I played some... The one I, we played was like a Chinese game. And remember, like, the options were fucked up? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Like, I still don't know what that was about. Yeah. So I don't think it was this, but this seems even worse. You know, the one we played was like Tack and the Power of Juju. It wasn't that, but it was like a name that was yeah. kind of like Tack and the Power of Juju. Yeah. But it was Chinese. Yeah. I'm on the website for Joe Wander. By the way, it's got a website. It's got a website. They're trying so hard to sell this game. It's like, <laughs> it's kind of cringe, dude. I'm putting the grip for chat. Yeah, what, what is the website? How did you even find the website? I just Googled Joe Wander and it was like, did you mean JoeWander.com? <laughs> JoeWander.com. Start the best enigmatic adventure of your life. Solve brain-teasing puzzles, explore different worlds with smooth platforming, and enjoy the beautiful scenery in the mysterious worlds of Joe Wander. Gameplay. Have fun with amazing whip-based mechanics. Challenge epic boss fights. The picture's covering the sea in challenge. <laughs> Solve brain-teasing puzzles and conquer difficult challenges for great rewards. This game is... Explore. <laughs> This game is next gen exclusive, guys. Yes, so this yes. Is the reason why you bought a PS5. I, they have their website's pretty good. I will say that. 
They have a good website here. They have a good website, but they're trying to sell so hard in a game that doesn't really have a lot of sell. So yeah. <laughs> new ways to play. Beat the game to unlock three new ways of playing. Hardcore. Get a single life <laughs> per save file. Hard mode. All levels have no more checkpoints. <laughs> Time trial. Test your speed running skills. <laughs> I like hardcore. Like, there's a music ramp up too to be like, they put on some like metal for this whip based puzzle game. I'm gonna put this in the wish list, dude. This is going oh the, man, this is going in the wish list. Oh, we ended on a banger. <laughs> hardcore. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start on hardcore. Are there it's enemies? How do you even how do you even die in this game? I assume, like, you fuck up a jump, maybe. Okay. That's my guess, at least. And that's going to do it, man. That's everything. Thank you, everybody, for coming in, saying hi. Yeah. It was good to talk with you guys. Sabi, man, tell me where they can find us. Guys, you can go to GameOverse.com. GameOverse.com slash Twitch. GameOverse.com slash YouTube. GameOverse.com slash Discord. And we're in that Discord, guys. You jump in there. You talk to us. We had a, it, oh, we, I didn't. We didn't mention the the, the Golden Eye shit. <laughs> oh yeah, Golden Eye's like coming out on Switch long, and Xbox. Long conversation about how what that Golden Eye game is gonna be. I think it's just an N64 port. That, it's out exactly now, what right? it is. Yeah. yeah, it's out now. Okay. That's exactly what it is. It looks like shit. Yeah, we had a long debate in the Discord about that so jump in there you can join us <laughs> talk about how shitty that game looks okay yeah. <laughs> thank you everybody this is fun i love doing this everybody i can't wait to see you next week so go out be safe be excellent to each other get vaccinated if you can and uh, we'll see you next week yeah